0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Barancini and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives.
1: Good morning, everyone. <laughs> actually, I can't say that he's of I love it. <laughs>
0: Davide is so expressive in the way he moves his hands and his face that having an Italian have mm. to do a podcast where he yeah. has to stay in the same position in front it's of the torture. mic is actually
1: possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I guess I need a mic stand.
0: Stop turning your head. You need a mic stand and we need to like tape your hands to your body so you can't move. But why? I need to move. Away. I gotta talk like this. <laughs> is our kid gonna be like that? Okay, this is our podcast about me being
1: pregnant. Wow, I didn't know this. I thought it was a QA. What? I thought it was a, <laughs> I, I thought it was a QA. It's a pregnancy QA. Damn, this was a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I just got trapped in this. Okay. Um
0: are you happy that I'm pregnant?
1: I am the happiest man in the world.
0: All Davide wanted
1: exactly. was, a, was, ba- was, about was a
0: baby girl. Yes. All I wanted was a baby boy.
1: There is something interesting, I think. Uh, I think about this. I remember being young, younger, and thinking about having kids. And, you know, all my first thought would always go to to a baby boy he can be upset with all the things i'm obsessed with and playing soccer and the cars and which by the way are also things that are that a baby girl can do but in my my vision was about having a baby boy and then you know getting closer and closer to to that stage in life when you actually want to be a father and trying to have babies it click like a few years ago. Then I met you and met your dad and I saw how much you love your dad and how much he loves you. And um and I'm like, damn, I want a baby girl. I want a baby girl <laughs> that looks just like the woman I love and that loves me unconditionally.
0: Yeah. So this is um
1: I would make her upset with me. I would treat her like a teenager. Okay,
0: so that's where this gets, like it was really cute and like nothing is more magical than you saying you want a little girl that looks just like me and then it gets weird with the, and I, I need
1: her I, obsessed with me and she'll I want her never to be just leave me and she'll girl. be my baby. We'll go watching <laughs> sport together and like. I I think our first,
0: so this is going to, this is a nice uh, segue into the the first topic I I think we should talk about, which is like, which is the real, like, no, I've never, there's been so many amazing people breaking all the quote unquote rules of what you're supposed to, not supposed to talk about during pregnancy and thank God, but I've never heard people talk about like excitement or disappointment around like the gender of their child. And a lot of girls that I've talked to on Instagram in the last couple of days have said that they like fully cried when they found out. Like I've talked to a girl yesterday who said she fully cried when she found out she was having a boy and it like took her a day to, to, and like, and like, that's okay, you know, because you spend all this time trying to get pregnant and you have without thinking you automatically are going to have these like little hopes and dreams for like what this baby is going to be or who it's going to be. And, you know, we also are people who believe that like there's a lot of fluidity to gender, but we also had ideas in our mind about what the sex would be. And I think because you lost your mom too. Yeah. You wanted a girl I know because I lost I, my I, dad. I, I say, wanted a boy. You are,
1: I have to say, though, and, I, and I'm I'm going to be extra um, frank about it. I remember the morning that the test came back, the chromosomic test came back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were nervous and especially after the first um, miscarriage and we, we went through a lot. And I remember when your mother simply told us, the test is back, I'm going to get it, and everything it looks fine. When the doctor said everything is fine, the baby's healthy, and you guys are all in, and the baby has no issue, and this is an healthy baby. Without being dramatic, I remember feeling like relief, feeling like... Oh
0: yeah. I mean, me too. I was so and, scared. And, and, and I
1: remember then that when we were up before the gender reveal, you were like getting ready. How do like, you not nervous? I'm like, honestly, I passed the nervous moment. Like yeah, all I care that is that healthy. this is an healthy baby. That my wife is healthy. That they both will go supported by me, by us through this pregnancy as smoothly as possible. Of course, then I got an extra bonus. That is (laughs) lovely, baby girl. But (laughs) honestly, I want to express that because you—I think you bring—you brought something important. All it matter is that the kid can can be born and see the light, alive and healthy.
0: Well, that's also something that nobody doesn't really mentally prepares you for either. Is that there are like a, there's a bunch of steps during pregnancy where like, you know, scary results come back. And so what I've learned in this very short three months is that getting pregnant, which was so difficult in itself, is like one small part of totally. this whole process. It's not even,
1: honestly, it's not even the beginning.
0: <laughs> it's not because we don't even, even have the, the goddamn begin. baby yet. And that's no. going to be fucking crazy. Like, and now I'm... And that's something also that nobody talks about. Like, I'm really scared. I'm really scared. Yeah. Not, I'm not scared that I'm not going to know what to do because we're supported and we're, we're not idiots. But like, as soon as I got pregnant and then I started feeling sick, like my first trimester, I was so exhausted and so nauseous. And I didn't, thank God I didn't throw up but I was extremely nauseous and extremely tired and my pregnant pain was crazy and I'm still catching up on work from not feeling, like, and right away I was just like, fuck me. Like, my life is never going to be the same. This is just me feeling sick and, and I'm behind on everything and the kid's not here yet. It's this like eye-opening yeah, you, moment you, you, you of you go like, through, yeah, you go
1: through those moments. I remember exactly when I told you, like, when I told you.
0: You got to uh, keep your head close to the mic, let, dude.
1: <laughs> let's go step by step and like let's process this the right way i think i'm i'm a nostalgic person and i'm not a tech guy clearly but i think the other side of the coin is that we are very lucky today to be able to have so many tools
0: yeah it's so many oh my
1: god so many like out. Like the informations that you can get today if you do research is so helpful. like oh. But
0: outside of that, like the realization that like our life isn't ours anymore is like very realistic and it's something that is like okay to kind of mourn
1: a little bit. <laughs> but that happened right after you say, yes, I do <laughs> <laughs> That comes with the ring, with the beautiful ceremony. A very pretty suit for a man and a very pretty dress for a woman Mm -hmm. most of the time. And after, right after the moment, that's it. But like, remember (laughs) when we were
0: in the kitchen the other day? It's not even
1: game over. Don't think it is game over. It's game on.
0: Remember when we were in the kitchen the other day and somehow New York came up and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, obviously when all this is over, like, I can't wait to go back to New York. And then I was like, um, how are we just going to go to New York? Like, do we bring the baby?
1: And all this, we travel with multiple dogs, cross country <laughs> on a car.
0: Yeah, but Davide, think about New York. Like, we I just
1: get one of those super dope baby bags, which I'm right. I figure out that I right after like wanting all my things, now all I want you know, is like baby stuff, baby accessories. Like now, I want a, a super cool. Like, baby. are you gonna
0: like wear the baby? before yes, at dinner, and all I'm drinking the martinis. Time. And like, what if it has to go to bed? Like, we're just going to be ba- like...
1: I don't care. I will put the baby face my chest if we are traveling. So the baby, she can rest. And whenever she feels awake, I will turn her to the world, <laughs> let her facing the world. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. And by the way, talking about information... And I'm reading the Expecting Father, the Expectant Father. Sorry, it's the fourth edition, so it's updated. And I'm not getting paid to say this, but it's awesome. Yeah, awesome.
0: he loves the Expectant Father. What I don't love about him reading the Expectant Father is him. Looking, the cover uh, is, looking,
1: looking, is a cotton shirt, button-down shirt. But is
0: right. yeah, the cover's really? Really masculine. Um, It's him looking over at me and being like, you shouldn't be doing that because I read in The Expectant Father that <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, fuck you.
1: <laughs> it's a nice I've, reading. Because I've talked to eight to doulas
0: and done all the research and what a man says in The Expectant Father in 1994.
1: It's the fourth edition. That's why I say it is updated. Okay. By the way, I wanted to just <laughs> to share with my <laughs> listener...
0: Um. Okay, we should answer some of these questions. Let's do it. Self-care and routine are more important than ever. Whatever you're using to get ready for the day should make you feel amazing, which is why I stopped using my husband's old face razors on my legs, which I had been doing for way too long. I had been getting razor burn. I had been getting nicks and cuts, and I was not getting a smooth shape. That's why I want to introduce you to Billy. The best razor out there for those days when you want an extra smooth shave. No pink tax. No visit to the drugstore. No breaking the bank. You can go to mybilly b i l l i e dot com to get their starter kit for just nine dollars. It is so affordable, and it includes their award winning razor, two refill blades, and the cult favorite magnetic holder, which I love. It just sticks in your shower and you hang the razor from it and it prevents the razor from getting all gross in like water in the corner. You know how that happens? I'm telling you guys, this is my favorite razor. It gives me the smoothest shave ever. And I love that when I order it, it comes with the two refillable blades. It's like something I don't have to think about. So go to mybilly.com to meet the razor that made everyone start talking about razors. And the exciting news is they just launched their new limited edition bundles of their best sellers for the first time ever, which make the perfect gifts and come already wrapped. They are an allure best of beauty winner and Nylon's beauty hit list for a reason. And to express a little love for our show, please go to mybillie.com slash best, B-E-S-T, it's a small way you can support us while getting the best razor you will ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit, plus free shipping, always. Go to mybilly.com slash best. That's mybilly B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash best. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Cott, And I'm Stephanie Sambari, and we are the hosts of That's So Retrograde. Part of us? For the past 200 and some
1: episodes, we've been trying to figure out what the hell wellness is. We have inspiring and fun conversations with all types of amazing people, from healers to comedians to
0: whatever's in between. We're five years in, but we're just getting started. So hop on board every Thursday to join
1: the party and route to living your best life. And don't forget your cannabis. Or to check us out on Instagram at So Retrograde. That's right. Bye. See you there. This was lovely. What Doing else? This is, little recap of pregnancy was was great.
0: What else has been really hard for me is that. Um,
1: well, not really too many things been hard for you because your mother and I have been providing you. <laughs> this morning, she just asked me. We have two side tables that are the same dimension, same size. Mine has half of the stuff that her
0: mine does not have a lot contain. of stuff on it. I just had a computer on it.
1: She had a plate of her breakfast.
0: My mom made me breakfast and then brought it to me in brought, bed.
1: She when she was done, she turned, <laughs> she gave me the plate and say, Can you settle this down? Yeah. Her side table. It's actually closer than I am because we have a pregnancy pillow in the middle, (laughs) one or two dogs usually. And she still asked me, can you settle the plate down? I'm like, you just the same arm that is given to me, you just turn it and put it down.
0: And then I said, pregnancy is awesome.
1: And then she said, pregnancy is awesome.
0: Because this is the only time that I can do shit, bitch, things like this. Because Saturday. soon I will be the woman sacrificing for a little monster who's going to say, take this. I'm so scared of this kid being a brat.
1: It's not
0: going to happen. I'm so scared she's going to be spoiled. It's not going to happen. Why you are so great and why I am so great, but really why you're so great Thank you. is that you I would, I grew first... up...
1: Take the compliment the most. Is that you grew up. The most.
0: <laughs> with, literally, with literally no hot water. <laughs>
1: you grew up poor. Like my father would look at me like, did they tell you you can talk? Like yeah. I have 10 minutes time on. For that. And
0: this is like the problem with like hardworking, like lovely people. Is that they have these, and like, especially immigrants in general, it's like you have these kids and you want to give them everything you didn't have. And then maybe sometimes they like lack the work ethic that you have. And I'm very scared. She's already going to grow up in a nice home. And I just, I am just really don't want to bring a little brat. One thing I'm I, I would like that. to say
1: that, and I should this. going to be very privileged I, I from this the with, get-go. With my <clears throat> Sorry, and usually you should not
0: You're, share. You can say that.
1: That, but we were going through my week, and he asked me how I feel about, you know, becoming a father. And and that's probably was the moment that I realized, with the heartbeat and everything, that when I started to method in in order, you know, and I said there is one thing I want to do first. My first goal. Of course, is providing to this child everything that I didn't have, tools mostly, uh, giving to her tools. Not stuff. No, no stuff. And tools means like being able to study, being able to, 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 to travel, being able to explore, being able to go to college, be, being <laughs> able to not tell her what to do by giving to her. That that option, and the second is, I will really invest all the time and energy I have on let her figure out what her passion is, what she's passionate about, what she loves in life, mm-hmm. art, either there is music, sport, anything that makes her happy, anything that makes her passionate that stimulates her brain like the maker doing research the maker care about something mm-hmm. that's i think is my first goal sorry i wanted to really say that because
0: no we're both very much on the same know, page with talking that, about that like...
1: i think that <clears throat> there are few things in life that really build you and that's one of the things I, w- I would love to do
0: my body changing has been really hard for me
1: i know you look gorgeous
0: but like everyone on Instagram is like skinny and you pregnant, and they wear the yeah. same fucking outfit, like you, little dresses you and shit. Would look the...
1: this beautiful. I met you that you were wearing little dress and five years ago, and we were both on a different body figure, <laughs> <laughs> uh, different weights, I would say. Like we were both probably on the peak of our sexuality and aesthetic. I don't know how to say that, but we were both awesome and I met you then and I still feel that you never looked this beautiful.
0: Even this Since morning I when you. I ate my breakfast and you <clears throat> looked at me and said, you're
1: dirty. It was more about the sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. <She was> like, <laughs> like very enjoying the breakfast.
0: <laughs> I ate my him, breakfast, and he looked at me, and he goes...
1: Not, no, I'm like, <laughs> does that make you feel better? Like, are you enjoying it more because of that, or...? <laughs> he looked
0: at me and said, he looked at me and said, <clears throat> you're dirty. <laughs> I right, so you're, like, you're dirty.
1: Like, you, like,
0: anyway. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, you look... You look um,
0: funny, right? There will be no, like... Me giving birth and like a bounce back photo on Instagram. Like I think all of that is very like I hate that whole concept. The before where I, and after. Well, it's just like women always do this, like where they take a photo of like their abs like a week after. Like yeah, abs are rude, new- guys. <laughs> abs are rude.
1: Abs are rude. <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, I, who has
0: abs anymore? I never okay, trust people our, that have abs. We're in our thirties. Who Buster has abs?
1: It's gone. <laughs> Your metabolism is changing. Your pace is changing. I moved to California. Abs are obsolete. Exactly, abs are out of trend. It's very nineties <laughs> <90s>, having abs, <laughs> and and it's no chic. It's no elegant at this He's point.
0: This is two chubby people trying to, <laughs> to, trying
1: to like abs. eradicate abs. abs. It's like if you. You know, like, oh it's my no time God. for abs, dude. It's not like, yet. It's not, get off. It's not time <laughs> like, for this abs <laughs> culture has abs to culture. be over. Abs I never, tr- I don't trust people that have abs. Oh, my God. I don't trust people that have all abs.
0: All your friends have abs. You play soccer. Ooh. Everyone on your soccer but team. We are
1: all fathers and ex-glories and retired people. Uh,
0: like,
1: no, no, no. Uh, Oh my I god! I just wanted to say this. Any anybody involved with me, business partner, friends. Now that I'm thinking, I, I don't have abs friends. Okay. I'm so proud about
0: us Kevin has abs.
1: He's a great guy, but Kevin, I think, is the only. Yeah, I think he's the only.
0: He works abs out friend a lot.
1: There. He works out a lot. Yeah.
0: We don't work out really. Well I, start, well, well, I start with the trainer next week. I haven't been able to work out because I've been so tired. I, I think I'm doing a great on job that. on my. Yeah, you've been keeping myself back in decent shape.
1: You
0: know? I mean, we got fat over quarantine.
1: Yeah, but by the way, the before and after kind of picture, we don't care about that. Okay.
0: Yeah, we're not doing Did that.
1: They do show me him overweight and then him with an object. No, no, like, no, but I'm talking about like
0: not, the. Because that whole pregnancy <clears throat> trend of, like, showing your abs, like, right after you it's give rude. birth. Well, it's, it's it's just very, like, I did it, you can do it too. And it's... Yeah, it's rude. I think that's, like... <clears throat> but also, I think it's amazing and what an accomplishment. And if I had those abs, I would probably show it too. So, I'm not... But that... Well, I'm, what I started with saying is that's not going to be me because, you know, I... What was really hard for me is that I was at my heaviest weight. So...
1: I think ostentating abs is like ostentating, like a car. (laughs) Yeah, like a Bentley. (laughs) Or a watch.
0: If there were only a quick and easy way to figure out what vitamins are right for you. Oh wait, there is. Nourished by Nature Made is a personalized vitamin subscription. Backed by 45 years of science, they're the number one pharmacist recommended vitamin and supplement brand. The right nutrition delivered right to your door on a monthly basis. Their personalized packaging is tailored to all the things that make you, you. Visit nourish.com to take a five minute assessment and remove the guesswork from your vitamin regimen. Do you have a hard time buying holiday gifts for the men in your life? I know I do because I have a husband. I have three brothers and three nephews who are all very athletic and pretty picky So I'm always looking for like new cool brands that'll make them think that I'm cool for knowing what's up and it'll make them feel cool for wearing it, which is why I'm really excited about the Legends brand. It's my new favorite men's athletic apparel brand, and it's based here in Los Angeles, The products are really high quality with the performance features you would expect of an athlete, but style and comfort that make for all day wear. I already got a bunch of it for Davide and it is so soft. He's literally taking a run in it right now. The apparel I have to tell you is like, steel worthy. The Luga short is incredibly lightweight and breathable, and it's perfect for any workout. And the new Hawthorne Tech hoodies are the softest addition to any wardrobe. Actually, speaking of the Hawthorne Tech hoodies, they also have a matching jogger, and they're the perfect gift set. And they will not break the bank. A lot of top athletic brands are charging a hundred or more for hoodies and sweats, and the Legends hoodies and joggers are seventy-five. Also, it's a selfish gift that I give because I buy them for him and then I wear them all the time. The Legends brand is absolutely my new favorite men's athletic brand. If you visit thelegendsbrand.com slash Pia and use the promo code PIA20, you can get 20% off your next purchase. That's thelegendsbrand.com slash Pia and use promo code PIA20, all caps, to get 20% off your next purchase. So we were, we were going to do IVF, and so, and the and I don't know why. Which,
1: by the way, for those who are, you know, choosing yeah. that path is an incredible. Might, yeah, we might have to do it tool. for the
0: second. Like who knows? But mm. it was this really interesting process because we felt so much relief and we were so excited. And I that, wanted twins. Yeah, yeah, that was never. And then I had this gut feeling. That was unexplainable that told me not just to wait. And it was and it was wild because everything was ready to go. And I was on the like, you know, the doctor would say, oh, you need to take X, Y, and Z. One of them was DHEA, which you can just buy at a very affordable price on Amazon. Um, but he wanted me to have like a very high dose, which I didn't realize I was supposed to take for a short period of time. And I took it for like three months. And when the prescription ran up and I called my other doctor and was like, hey, because basically he would tell me to take something and I would call my functional medicine doctor and have him compound it just to make sure that there was no other like weird additives in it, which all of you can do, by the way. There's compound pharmacies everywhere and it was covered by my insurance. It was 20 bucks. And when I, the prescription ran up, because I kept putting off IVF and it, we were all ready to go. But I was like, this isn't sitting, something's not sitting right with me. So I'm going to give myself three months, three to, I remember saying it was like three to six months of just chilling and like working out and feeling good and getting mentally in a good place because even the IVF doctor and his nurses kept saying, your mental state is a huge percentage of the success rate of IVF. So you need to be in in a very good mental state. And I said, I'm not. So I'm going to reevaluate and I'm going to just fucking chill. And as soon as I said to myself, I'm going to give myself three to six months, the weight just lifted off of my shoulders because before that it was every month. Okay. When are you ovulating? Okay, cool. Okay. Let's have sex before I start ovulating. So the sperm is waiting for the egg to drop And then we'll have sex the next day. And then we'll do this. And okay, we'll squeeze in another. And it was like, and then you wait two weeks and just like pray to God that your period doesn't come. And I know that this is like what most women are going through. And like, that's not, unfortunately, like I don't, in my opinion and just in my experience, that's not like a, it's not really like a helpful way to try to have a baby. It's, it's it's too much pressure for everybody. And so That had been our cadence for like a year and a half and it was a lot and it was exhausting. And so immediately just saying that to myself lifted this weight off my shoulders that I I can't even describe. It was instant. But meanwhile, I was still taking this DHEA and when the prescription ran up and I called Lecos, I was like, oh, it's time for me. He was like, you're still taking that? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, uh, I thought you were you were only supposed to take that for like two weeks before you did IVF. Like you're on an extremely... He's like, are you like greasy and gaining weight? <laughs> I was like, yes. He's like, are you irritable? I was like, yes. He's like, yeah, that's like not a normal dosage at all. You shouldn't be on that. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and then between that and not working out and being in quarantine, of course, just I like lost my mojo. And then I had a call with Elisa Vitti, who was on the podcast and I encourage everyone to get her book, Flow Living. And I had the app and the app, you know, costs a couple dollars and it tells you what phase of your cycle you're in. So I was cycle syncing and I was doing the recommended workouts because, you know, there's two weeks out of the month where you're not supposed to be doing intense workouts. It really, you know, you don't want a lot of cortisol in your body at that point. Your body uses progesterone to make cortisol. You're kind of like, really putting your hormones in an imbalance, doing like these intense workouts. And I'm just quoting her. I'm not a doctor, but you should really listen to the episode that we had her on. I mean, it was my most listened to episode. It was extremely helpful. And she said, you're not old. You're healthy. You could totally get pregnant on your own. You need to relax. And she gave me some supplements to take, which I don't know if I should mention them on here because I am not a doctor. I'm having her on the podcast again next week and I think I'll ask her um, to give that recommendation. But a lot of it was basic, you know, like a good prenatal that had, you know, the methylfolate in it and CoQ10, uh, vitamin C, vitamin E, a couple other things. I cut out coffee, which some people say helps. I don't know. I mean, there's no like rhyme or reason to any of this, but coffee was giving me anxiety. So I cut out coffee um and i reduced my drinking but like not a lot some people i know completely cut out alcohol and i didn't because i was like this is something that brings me joy
1: especially for the pasadena standards
0: (laughs) there's a lot of of drinking for the pasadena housewives and then we got pregnant without even trying and so i was sitting at home one day and i i posted an insta story um Talking about Romans, a bookstore in Pasadena that's really been struggling. Magical place. Magical place. And I've been, they've been really struggling during quarantine and finally admitted that they were scared they were going to have to close. And it made me extremely emotional. The
1: place reminds me of Reed's Soul in New York. Do you remember?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been going there with my dad my whole life. It's it's like, there's not many book stories. It just smells like every, imagine all the times in your life, the important moments in your life where you like need a book. Like I've gone there. Like it's just such a special place. And so I, I was doing an Insta story, encouraging people to purchase books from them. And I started crying and I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm emotional anyway. But then I, it was like kind of uncontrollable And I was like, she was
1: going crazy (laughs) to me over everything.
0: I was like, ah, like, okay.
1: And she called me and said, do you have a minute to talk? We were in in a huge fight the day during the morning. You're skipping
0: over my part.
1: Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
0: And then I didn't, and then I, I was like, that was weird that I was so emotional. And I was sitting in the kitchen at my like little desk in the kitchen and I was just working. And my mom was outside with her cousin, Colleen. And I just ha- instantly, and then I instantly was like, oh, why am I I'm pregnant? And then it's so odd because I was cycle syncing that I was very aware of what phase in my cycle I was, obviously. that I, But the fact that I didn't realize that my period was almost a week late was very odd. Yeah, I don't, I, which was nice too, by the way, because I wasn't so focused on, oh my God, where's my, pe-? you know, like I was just living instead of, and I ran upstairs. I had a modern fertility test here. And it instantly said pregnant. And I ran downstairs and collapsed. For those
1: who knows, like two strong lines.
0: Like. Yeah. It wasn't a weak line. It was two strong lines. And I ran downstairs and collapsed onto my knees in front of my mom and said I was pregnant. And, <laughs> and I was in such shock. Also, this is another intense thing. Everyone says, when you stop trying, it happens. So we were not trying. We had sex on a lovely night. It
1: doesn't mean that we were not, because people need to, we were not trying obsessively to have a child.
0: But like, I didn't know, have. I didn't know the night that we conceived, I didn't know if I was ovulating or not.
1: It felt very good, you know, like we it was, it was like I made pasta for, for
0: him. He was at work late, like yeah. I, I set up a date night. Like it was just about like us and us connecting, and it was yeah.
1: wonderful. Your and it was. Mother was in Palm Springs.
0: <laughs> my mom was out of town, <laughs> and Some and good good also what user. happened, which I honestly think is also a big contributor, is that I had literally got to the place mentally where I was like, I don't even want a kid right now. I've spent the last year and a half dying to get pregnant and our life is so beautiful as it is. And we go on road trips when we want to and we can travel and we're both working so much. I was like, and I'd go to my friend's houses and like see these kids screaming nonstop and I'd be like, ugh, like... I don't want that at all right now. I'm not at all in any place for that. And that's why it happened is because I. Just
1: like that? <laughs> and so, you know, this so like, Christmas movie. Bro.
0: I collapsed like to my knees the and said, arrived. Oh my God, I'm pregnant. And Colleen, our cousin, I was crying so intensely. She goes, Is this a bad thing? <laughs> no, I'm just shocked. And he was, wasn't here. And, And I messaged him on WhatsApp and said, do you have a second to talk? And then I was like, well, I shouldn't tell him at work. And so I unsent the message, but he had already seen it. And he FaceTimed me and I just held up a positive pregnancy test. And then, okay. And then what I will say that I did, which was really helpful that nobody told me to do was I went to the doctor right away and got a blood test. And I went every week. I said, I would like to come every week or every like five days or whatever it was. But I think it was basically every week. So I can compare my numbers, make sure that my HCG was like doubling every day and that my progesterone was in a good spot because last time my progesterone was very, very low. And we found out at week like seven when I miscarried. So what was amazing about being proactive this time is that if for some reason, number one, we realized that my progesterone had dropped. So I immediately went on a progesterone supplement. So that gave me, made me feel so much better right away that I was doing something that was extremely proactive. Second, I was able to know each week if my HCG wasn't doubling each day for some reason, mentally, I could prepare myself for what was the inevitable rather than. Oh my God! I'm pregnant. This is it. Da 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 da. You know, it, it was like I felt like I was in control and I knew what was happening. So I definitely recommend doing that. There's no doctor that's going to tell you you can't do that, and if they do, then you need to find a different doctor. It costs them nothing. I would just go into the office and say, you know, I'd like to see the phlebotomist and whatever. I didn't even make an appointment. And it was really easy. And I would just go once a week. And that gave me such an amazing sense of control and understanding that everything was in the right place. And it allowed me to be, you know, as each week would go by and the test would come back with positive results, it would make me understand that I could, you know, I could start getting excited. And then when I had my. 10-week appointment and saw a heartbeat. I mean, that was crazy. All of a sudden, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a full a full little baby in there. It's been really hard that Davide hasn't been able to come into the room, but...
1: I've been on the lobby. <coughs>
0: anyway, it's in the lobby. On the
1: lobby of the building. We FaceTime, and yeah, the heartbeat is...
0: The heartbeat is the crazy thing. It's the crazy thing. And now I'm 14 weeks.
1: I have a main wallet all day.
0: Yeah, we have, and I have a baby book. I've been putting them all in the baby book. So that's all the information that I am willing to share without feeling like I'm going to be criticized for giving out quote unquote medical advice. So I would love. by the way, who cares? To have Alyssa, Alyssa on. Oh, also Amy Raup. Oof, that's a big one. Amy Raup has this series on YouTube. It's like a seven part series where she literally says, she's like, I can get you pregnant in your 40s. And a lot of it comes down to just like eating good foods and relaxing. And I've been doing acupuncture every week. She tells you to take a liver supplement. It's like all stuff you just do at home that's not expensive, that's easy to do. And, you know, it's really about like regaining this confidence that you are okay, that you are not broken, that it will be fine. And to kind of just chill the fuck out a little bit because I don't know this the whole sense of like I'm not working and this isn't happening and I'm broken and doctors telling you oh well, according to your blood test you know this and this and that and oh your age and this and this and that you know it's it's um it's not healthy and it's not helpful so I'm really happy that for some reason I listened to that gut feeling and. Did this on my own, and then who knows what will happen with our next one. But you know, I'm really thankful that we have lots of options. Looking for the best way to spend dry January, or maybe you just need like a little bit of break from the booze. Look no further than Kin. Kin Euphorics is the first non-alcoholic drink for grown-ups who care about the little things like brain function, hormone harmony, great sex, and de-stressing after an insane day. I've been posing about kin for a while because it's really my go-to drink whenever I need to take like a break from the booze. Kin euphorics are stacked with the good stuff and none of the bad, so I feel really blissed out when I drink one and I don't have any of the weird side effects. Think adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms that help curb stress in the moment and over time, as well as nootropics that support cognitive function like clarity, memory, and creativity. You Forex designed three mood-defining drinks for every occasion. It's basically like the Spotify of beverages. There's High Road, which hosts an herbaceous flavor and a feeling of lifted mind and relaxed body. Great for social hour. I reach for a High Road after a long day and I add a splash of club soda, maybe some tonic or I'll like squeeze some lime in there. It's perfect when I'm looking for a way to kick back without the compromise. The Kin Spritz is a sparkling Aperol-like brain boost without the crash or the hangover. I like to crack open a Spritz around four to beat my afternoon slump and shift from work to play. Dream Light is amazing. This booze-free nightcap tastes like an Amaro and melts away my stress. Not to mention I sleep like a baby and wake up feeling awesome. We've worked out a special deal for Everything's the Best podcast listeners to receive 15% off plus free shipping on your order. Go to kinuphorix.com slash best or use code BEST at checkout to claim this deal. That's K-I-N-E-U-P-H-O-R-I-C-S dot com slash best. Okay, let's answer a couple questions, day. I am pregnant unexpectedly after being told I would have trouble conceiving Talking naturally.
1: About.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently in my first trimester and I'm absolutely destroyed by morning sickness, all day sickness, constant nausea, vomiting, extreme fatigue. Do you experience any of this? And if so, tips for survival. I hear second trimester gets better. Literally as soon as I hit my 12th week, it all went away. Like overnight, which is magical. But... I know people that have felt sick like until they're like 14th or 15th week. Um, I think you just unfortunately have to really like lean into it. And when you're tired, sleep. We had a job. What was that? Like a month ago. We had a job and <laughs> yeah. I sl- I like...
1: She fell asleep on the studio.
0: And I was like, it wasn't shameful. Like I didn't like fall asleep. Like it was, you know, this...
1: Oh, she put herself to bed. I put myself <laughs> to bed.
0: <laughs> like I had did my part, and then Davide was doing his part, which is probably like a couple hours or something—I don't know, however long it took. Me. And I just got a sweater and I put it around my head and I took a nap, and that was really hard for me. Was to, you know, you have like, a you know, you feel like a guilt sleeping during the day, but I've, um, I've really leaned into that, and then ginger tea God, but it was really sweet he was making that for me every morning I would just juice ginger with some honey and lemon and I was drinking that kind of like all day
1: that helps by the way that helps a lot it helps especially if you have those kinds but it's great you just
0: feel like you have a fucking hangover I would kept telling everyone I feel like I was in New York partying my face off like chain smoking drinking and then got on a red eye
1: <laughs> All together.
0: And then I woke up. And then I like kinda maybe fell asleep for a second on the red eye and then like landed in LA. And like that I hate the feeling. And that's how I felt I hate that for three months.
1: Red light shorter than five hours. Then six hours are like the worst I nightmare. Okay, next one.
0: My question for you is around fear and anxiety.
1: I'm also pregnant. She first says congratulations on your amazing news. That's like
0: Yeah, everyone's being really good. Thank you. My question for you is around fear and anxiety. I'm also pregnant, six months, and I've really struggled with my anxiety. At the start, I was terrified I'd miscarry. And now that I'm further along, I'm terrified of stillbirth, constantly trying to feel her move and overthinking everything. Everyone I talk to says, don't think about it. You're healthy. She's healthy. You're fine. But it's really not that easy to switch your mind off sometimes and forget stories you hear. My dad and his wife went through stillbirth. That's definitely been on my mind a lot. We went through a really extreme lockdown due to COVID here in Australia. God, you guys nailed it. They did six months. They did a great job. They yeah. did six months and like eradicated the virus.
1: Italy fell apart during summer. <laughs> <laughs> the Australians.
0: America is embarrassing. Um, through my first trimester. So I thought that that may have caused it. But now I'm still anxious. Something will go wrong. I know you've gone through through a lot with trying to get pregnant and miscarry do you fear much around being pregnant and staying pregnant if so how do you manage this I really want to be present and enjoy the pregnancy also any advice would be amazing so every pregnant person I know has this fear and I had cramps yesterday and the day before and I was like okay this is it like this is it I'm gonna have to announce that (laughs) something happened and there's not a single person I know that's pregnant that doesn't have this thought not a single person
1: and then what happened Pia when you felt the way what did it tell you what happened
0: oh Davide googled it and I don't.
1: did some research and I told <laughs> her there is very normal during the pregnancy yeah. at this stage I think and I'm not pregnant I mean <laughs> yeah, I, we are pregnant I'm not pregnant physically I think and this is what the advice that I'm trying to give to Pia every day like we mentioned it before, having a baby where we were on the process of trying, I think is helpful if you really take your mind out of any negative thoughts, you know, like social media and,
0: that's, but it doesn't matter whether or not you're looking but at no, social media. You are media.
1: bombarded by stories and but, things. But you
0: would be hearing that if you bef- uh, erase social media from your mind. This was happening in the 80s before we had cell phones. No, I
1: know. What I'm like, trying to say is... Like women talk to each other about this but What stuff. I'm trying to say is to avoid that. If you have anxiety <laughs> and you are stress, the solution is not to... Dive deeper and and, and just expose yourself to that. That's, I really think I the solution is say. like
0: breathing exercises and meditation and journaling. There's like really nothing else you can do. And knowing that you're not in control and knowing that this is like all stuff you have to manage now because like I keep thinking like okay I'm scared of that obviously and then when the baby's born, I'm going to be scared every second that it's just going to like not wake up from a nap or like choke on something or like fall off a chair. <laughs> it's just like constant. I think this is like the new, the new like level of thinking when you're a mom is just like fear of constant death. And it makes me understand like my mom, I mean, oh my God, I still, every time I get in the car, my mom was like, drive safe, drive safe, safe. I mean, you. I think there's, you just, this is like part of becoming a parent. You just are like scared of imminent death constantly.
1: I think that's, that's pretty... Don't you think? Awkward. Yeah. Uh, accurate, yeah. Accurate. I didn't say awkward. <laughs> New words subtitle, that are hard for Dobby subtitle. to say. My, Yeah, it makes sense.
0: Um, okay. One of my closest friends is trying to get pregnant for a few years and nothing happens. Can you please send my way any helpful tips? Accounts, books, diets? That may help her. I really think, I mean, I'm sure there's other ones, but Alisa Vitti and Amy Raup. And you know what else actually? Parsley Health does a great job with managing women's hormones and fertility.
1: I think you read the question in your mind, but it didn't. Did you actually read? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Were there any books or anything I could recommend? Yeah, I definitely think that. I don't know, Amy Raup, the Amy Raup YouTube videos and, and in the flow really made me feel a sense of relief.
1: We did something very nice Why we do about book. We went to actually Romans, we went to a store, the two of us, when we were in the middle of trying and we, we felt that we were close and we just bought a, a bunch of books. She let me, You know, pick mine and she did the same with her and we got some very good...
0: I have Baby 411. Baby
1: 411 is a good one. I have
0: The Better Baby book, which will be a trigger for a lot of people, but I love that one. I love The Better Baby book. It's Dave Asprey's wife. Dave Asprey founded um, Bulletproof Coffee. I really like Emily Oster. She also is someone that people get triggered by. But I defer to her for like coffee and alcohol and questions like that. Okay. Last question. My husband and I are hoping to start trying for our family. I'm already worried about every little thing. Oh, do I have a cup of coffee? Do I drink a glass of wine? I'm super healthy already, but I'm worried about getting obsessive. Can you talk about that a bit? What did you do both health lifestyle wise that you think made a big difference? I I did cut out coffee. I've been having little bits of it now because I am still really tired. I feel like I just came out of, like, a flu. You know when you're sick and then you're, like, weak from being sick. So, like, oh, my God, our, like, usual walks right now, I go half the length and I'm exhausted. So, here we go. I'm yawning constantly. Wait a minute. 9.30 last night.
1: So. Watching Charlie Brown. I fell asleep watching Charlie. Thanks, (laughs) Gary.
0: So I had a couple people flat out tell me no alcohol, no coffee. Coffee had started becoming something that was feeling a little bit negative to me. It was giving me a little bit of anxiety. I do this every so often too, where like, I'll realize that I'm needing a lot of caffeine. Like I'll have coffee and then I'll still be tired and I'll have like another coffee or maybe like an espresso in the afternoon. And the only way I could manage that is by cutting it out completely and then reintroducing it. So, um, I don't know whether or not I'm going to have coffee like throughout this pregnancy or not is still up for debate with me right now. I have half an espresso in a bulletproof coffee style way. So I'm not spiking anything. Um, but before I got pregnant, three the three months before, I definitely cut out
1: coffee. You did like, you did that what like once once a week?
0: No, I had I was having no coffee.
1: Now you're having no coffee at all.
0: No, no. Before the three months before, oh, before I got pregnant, yeah. I was having nothing. Like I started out with matcha, and then I just wouldn't have anything, which is hard because I like miss the routine of making my little tincture Think in the tea's morning. Great. I was uh-huh. drinking, and I'm still I'm drinking lots of tea. And then I was drinking alcohol like a little bit less than, I mean, God, I can drink a lot. So it, I, I, yeah, mean, I, I was drinking like every night and then I cut it back to just like, you know, at least was taking off like a few nights a week and kind of like planning for the nights that I would drink too. Um, but I definitely didn't want to get obsessive. So I found that not, eliminating, like I, and I was working with Olana Kessler through this, like she was like, you don't, like if you eliminate too many things, that's like has an equally bad effect on like the stress of your body, like trying to be like, oh, I can't have that. Like that obsessiveness is not good. So I like, there's most people I know like got pregnant just like in their happiest moments being their happiest selves. So I definitely, definitely wouldn't cut out all the alcohol. I would keep drinking your glasses moderation, of wine. I, think I is. just think it all comes down to moderation, yeah, you know. I
1: think moderation is the word.
0: It was, obs- I, one thing I was obsessive about was taking my supplements every day, which I, maybe I'll list them on the website after talking to Alyssa. I just want to get her okay that I can share that info. But I was definitely taking my supplements every day. And then I was following also like, which is general, like everyone's general, like Amy Raup really breaks down like what you should be eating. So instead of being like keto or paleo, I stopped fasting. I started eating breakfast and I ate a lot of protein, a lot of healthy fats. I started introducing more, I used to never eat, I'm not like a sweet person, so I would never eat fruit. So I started having berries every morning first thing or or I'll have like an apple with, you know, whatever, like nut butter. Like I was just eating like yummy, good. And I still am like for lunch, I'll have like sweet potato with avocado or, you know, like I now, I like I would never really eat like sweet potatoes or like yams before. I really wasn't eating a lot of, Legumes, and now I'm eating. I'll eat beans or I'll put garbanzo beans in a salad, or I'll make really yummy hummus and put vegetables in there. Like I'm eating like a well rounded, well balanced diet. I'm, I, you know, and then I do the basic things that even I interviewed Dr. Robin uh, two days ago for the Parsley podcast, which will come out, I think, next week, um, where she talks about just the basic things that everyone should kind of eliminate to avoid cancer, autoimmune and all of the unfortunate preventable diseases in this country which is just like processed foods, processed carbohydrates and sugar. Like I avoid those for the most part, but then, you know, once a week I love to have pizza with my husband. I love to have pasta with my husband. I love to go to In-N-Out and have a burger with him. I I really have found a lot of joy and ease in the moderation of all of it. I'm really proud of being in that sweet spot. Yesterday I ate like shit. And that was awesome.
1: Also, yeah.
0: It was great.
1: Two slices of pizza. Yeah, yeah, but
0: some okay. I had an oh, entire family size bag of salt and no, vinegar potatoes.
1: No, I I I hide the family size with <laughs> just a
0: backup. I had a small... ice cream for lunch. I had a BLT <sighs> <I> and pancakes.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful <laughs> Thanksgiving.
0: And that was our Thanksgiving day. And like that was awesome and like totally iconic as a Thanksgiving, and I'm not bummed about it. But, you know, this morning I went back to my gluten-free toast and my eggs and I'm going to have another really healthy, clean, yummy lunch. And I'm just, I'm eating like every food group and eating clean meats um, and lots of veggies and like really enjoying, and lots of bone broth. That's it. Do you have anything would you like to add to the pod, Davide?
1: No, as um, on health and lifestyle advice for your men. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I I think that it would be helpful and it would be it would be great for you to realize that you know he might be exposed to the same amount of course, different perspective from the same on the same amount of stress and, and concern and something click in your mind when you realize that you're about to become a dad. I was talking to Alessio as well last last week. This friend of mine that recently became uh, became a dad of a beautiful uh, baby boy, and he said to me something really. The moment that the baby is born and you bring him home, something click in your mind, and you just, as a father, want to be more. Uh, it's crazy it, it it's crazy for your mental sanity i would suggest your husband to take as much as uh, care of himself mentally physically and really dive on what makes him serene and happy i i, I just started fly fishing yeah so funny in the morning i would punch a bag with all the anger i have in my body and in the afternoon <laughs> uh, you just do the the something quiet actually fly fishing is being like it's considered a quiet sport so you just stay there and you just throw a lens and it's nice yeah I would suggest that
0: all right thank you everyone
1: thank you for having me again
0: thank you for joining me
1: I love it my
0: pleasure (laughs) (laughs) ciao ciao guys